Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Christy Lee here. And before we dive into today's episode of the People Powered Business Podcast, I have something extra special to let you know about. If you are catching this episode at the time it is released during the last week of June 2022, right now we are welcoming new businesses into our People Powered HR membership. We're open until midnight on the 1st of July only this occasion because outside of these times we are working with our members to help them with all aspects of their HR. So if you already know you're interested, just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash HR. Now, if you haven't heard about People Powered HR before, it is your one-stop shop for getting expert HR advice at your fingertips whenever you need it for less than $25 a week. Yes, that is less than your daily coffee at your coffee shop. People Powered HR is a place to get the knowledge, tools, resources, and advice to handle absolutely anything to do with your team with complete confidence. Yes, we have a resource portal full of documents and templates and checklists and all those kind of things. We have monthly trainings, But possibly most importantly, we have weekly Q&A sessions and a members-only Facebook group where you get direct access to expert advice from me. And yes, I literally answer every question myself that comes into that group. So if that sounds like it's of interest to you, if you employ staff in your business and you don't have an internal HR expert, then I really do encourage you to check out People Powered HR to see if it's right for you. So just head on over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash HR. Now, let's get into today's episode. We are at episode number 120 of the People Powered Business Podcast today. Really working through these episodes, aren't we? And today we are talking about the options available for small business when it comes to HR, because so often when I'm speaking to businesses, business owners, and managers in small to medium-sized businesses, the common misconception is there are no options and that it is something that there really isn't any services out there for. And I want to sort of dispel that myth for you today and give you a range of different options in terms of how you can manage your HR in your small business. Now, for those of you who may be new to the podcast um, and haven't met, met me before, Hi, great to meet you and thanks for joining us here on the podcast. I have been working in the world of recruitment, human resources, people management and broadly organizational psychology for actually more than 20 years now. It's making me feel a little old, I must admit. But what I love most is working with small businesses because I am a small business owner and I've grown up in the world of small business. And yes, I dabbled in the corporate world. I I was lead recruiter for companies like um, Microsoft and Philips and Integral Energy. So I've seen what those worlds are about. And to be fair, it's just not for me. And when I studied my master's in HR and then went to apply a lot of that knowledge in my working world, I quickly realized that HR for corporates is not the same as HR 
for small to medium-sized businesses, and certainly not here in Australia. What we need in place is different. We need practical. We need simple. We need effective. But we don't need time-wasting documents and the things that really are effective in big corporates, which is what they teach you at uni, it just doesn't work with small to medium-sized businesses. And so I love working with businesses who employ staff but aren't at that corporate level. And do you know what? People like working for those businesses too. And for the last more than 10 years now, I have been working exclusively with businesses just like yours on all things HR. And throughout that time, I've discovered there's a formula to what's needed when it comes to HR for your businesses. And when you get all of those steps of that formula right, it's magic. But unfortunately, when one of them's just not working, you do tend to have problems. And that's the exact formula that I work within and teach our members of People Powered HR. And it's really simple. It's called the People Pathway, but it is the steps along the way that every employee follows within your business. And the reason I'm really passionate about working with small business owners in particular is I don't think that owning your own business and running your own business should cost you your entire time and entire life. And I, admittedly, I learned that lesson the hard way. Some years ago now, I had had a consultancy practice for many years that was really, really successful by all the traditional measures, growth, profitability, revenue, all the things. But it all changed for me one morning. It was 7 a.m. and I had just stepped foot onto the sands of Four Mile Beach. Now, if you're familiar with Four Mile Beach, you'll know exactly where I'm talking about and you can probably picture it in your mind right now. But if you're not, Four Mile Beach is the beach that runs along Port Douglas on Queensland's far north and uh, coastline. And I had wanted to travel there for as long as I can remember. And it was morning one of my first holiday away from my business. And when I say first holiday away from my business, yes, I had done some short holidays whilst having my business, but I was always available on call doing work, working remotely, because that's what you do, right? When you've got a business. But this time I had a team, a really capable team. I had great people. They knew what they were doing. They had been with me some time. They were experts in their field. And they knew the clients. There was no, no one that wasn't comfortable working with them. In fact, clients really loved most of the team. But 7 a.m., morning one of my holidays, I stepped foot onto Four Mile Beach to go for a run. My phone rings. And I look down and I see that it is Kath, one of my clients. And you know that moment where your heart sinks because you know you're about to deal with something that you don't want to deal with? That's the feeling I had. I knew Kath wasn't calling me to say, hey, have a great holiday. So I answered the call and a drama had happened with a project, a project that I had left ready to roll in my very capable team's hand. And it had gone wrong and I was being called to fix it. And I spent the next couple of days of my holiday fixing said problem. And I realized in that moment, this is not how it is meant to be. If we're employing people in our business, we should have some freedom from our business. We should be able to take a break. But I hadn't built the right structure. I had great people, but I hadn't built a structure that wasn't entirely reliant on me. 
And I decided in that moment that that's not how I wanted it to be and it's not how I wanted it to be for the businesses I was working with. And I spent the next years really going on a journey of discovery to figure out what was this magic formula? What was the secret to success of businesses who were successful by all the measures were not totally reliant on the business owner to be there all the time in order for things to get done or not to go wrong? Because I truly believe that the only way to have a business that is both successful and gives you as the business owner some freedom is to have the right team. And that's how I discovered this formula that is the people pathway, the formula that we teach inside People Powered HR. And so I love working with those businesses. People Powered HR is my favorite thing that I do within my business. And I'm quite excited to say that. I'm not at all ashamed to say that. But as I said, when I'm talking to so many businesses and I talk to them about how they handle their HR, there's this preconceived idea that There are no options available if you're a small business. You either grow big enough to hire a HR manager or HR person in your business, or you just fumble along. And I want to dispel that myth for you today. So firstly, let's unpack who we're talking about when we say a small business, because there's so many definitions. So I really want to clarify that for you. And then I want to chat about why small business actually need HR and why it matters, because that can be a stumbling block. And then I'm going to unpack the options. And there are four general options that I'm going to go through with you today. And all of them could be great for you. So who will be talking about when we're talking about a small to medium sized business? Really simply, if your business is not big enough to need internal HR, and I'm going to preface this by saying most businesses do not need expert internal HR until they have at least 50 staff. And for many businesses, they won't hit this pain point till they're closer to 100 staff. Now, I have worked with businesses with 10 staff who think they need internal HR. You don't need internal HR. You need strong leadership in that size business. But that doesn't mean you don't need external HR. But until you have at least 50 staff, but sometimes closer to 100, you do not need expert internal HR. And here's the reason that I want to unpack that. And I'm going to go into this a little bit detailed later when we look at the options, but there are pros and cons with internal HR. And in a small business, one of the cons is in small business, people tend to become friends, right? You work together every day. A lot of my clients refer to it as like a family. That becomes really hard for a HR person to have a objective mindset when it comes to dealing with performance issues or seeing structural change that might need to be made when they're actually needing to have those discussions or make those changes around people that they consider friends. It can be really challenging. And that's why it's actually not very effective to have internal HR for that size business. So when we're talking about small to medium-sized businesses today, we're talking about businesses who employ anywhere from one to a hundred staff, but don't need internal HR. Generally, the sweet spot is five to 30 staff. That's that's what the, the area most small businesses tend to sit in. We've certainly got members of People Powered HR who have one or two staff and some subcontractors, um, and then you know upwards of 30, 40, and 50 staff. So that's the kind of businesses that we're talking about when we're talking about small business HR today. So I just wanted to preface that so you could get a picture in your mind as to whether this is your business that we're talking about. 
And amongst the misconceptions is that HR is only a thing for big corporates and it's not something that we need to worry about when we've got 10 staff. And I want to cut to the chase on this. If you employ people, you have HR. (laughs) You have HR in your business. Whether you call it that doesn't matter. If you employ people, you have HR obligations. You have compliance obligations when it comes to the Fair Work Act. You have requirements to find the right people, to manage people, to deal with performance management issues, to pay them correctly, possibly to to exit them or to deal with resignations. If you have people, you have HR. So even though HR as a term might feel like something to you that is familiar from your corporate career or that only applies to corporates, let's simplify it right down. If you have people, you have HR. So assuming that's you, you have a business, you work in a small business, you have people, therefore you have HR. What are your options? How can you manage this? What's available to you? I'm going to run through four key options that you have when it comes to HR in your small business. Now, the first one is the default setting for many businesses, and that is you do nothing. You just fumble your way through, hope for the best, and if an issue arises, you might deal with it the best way you can. Just this morning, I had a call from a contact who has a client who has an unfair dismissal claim on their plate, and they've got absolutely zero concept about what it is and what they need to do about it. Doing nothing is never the right answer. (laughs) If you stick your head in the sand, the tide is still going to come in. So you have an option to do nothing, but it is not the option that I recommend. In fact, I think it's the worst case scenario for you, but that is your option. Your second option is you can DIY it. You can do it yourself. And this is what many businesses do. So how do you DIY it? Well, you could become knowledgeable about HR yourself. Maybe that's doing some research. Maybe that's reading the Fair Work website. Maybe that's understanding which modern award you're covered by, how to construct an employment contract, how to when and where and why you would need an individual flexibility agreement, how to make sure you're passing the better off overall test. You could become an expert on that. Is that the best use of your time, though? You'd really have to question that, I think, but it is an option. You can certainly invest in systems that will help you with the documentation side of things. There are multiple options on the market for those. Here's what I often see happen. In fact, I work with businesses where this happens to. They buy the system and the system sits there because it takes someone to actually create the documents in the system and to manage the documents in the system and to know which drop-down to choose from and which button to click and what they actually need. But there are definitely systems providers out there and, and it can be really valuable. There are very good systems providers out there. Or the other way DIY really often looks is that you lump the responsibility onto one of your team. Often, this is the office manager, the practice manager, the business manager, sometimes the operations manager or the financial controller. Now, those people will do their best to navigate the complexities, to understand the legislation and to try and figure it out because they want to do a good job and they will do their best to do it. But are they an expert? 
do they understand what they're interpreting? Do they know what they need to look at? You know, because we don't know what we don't know. And how comfortable are they with this? Because I work with a lot of businesses where the office manager's got the HR hat on and they're trying their best and they've got the best interests of the company at heart, but they're really uncomfortable with some of these decisions they're having to make and they're not sure whether they're doing it right and whether they're compliant. Just this morning, I got an email from a client who is a finance manager in a business and generally he's, he's great and he knows what he's doing, but you know, there are some curly questions that come at him and he was wanting to check that he was interpreting something in their enterprise agreement correctly. So yes, you can throw the responsibility to one of your team, but I want you to consider that. I want you to consider who you're giving that to. Do they have the skill set? Do they have the expertise? Do they feel comfortable? Will they make the right decision? Because again, if they're friends with other people in the business, will they make the hard call about that person if they need to? Will they chase them up for the medical certificate or will they let that one slide because it's one of their buddies? It's really difficult for that not to happen sometimes. So option two is you can DIY it. And this is where a lot of businesses start and it can work until it doesn't work. Option number three, and I promise to come back to this, is that you look at in-house HR. Now, as I mentioned earlier, you've got pros and cons. I know a business right now who is recruiting for a HR manager and they have 10 staff. They don't need a HR manager. So you really need to think about what you're getting out of having internal HR versus how this compares to the other options that are available to you. Now, a good quality HR manager is not an inexpensive hire. They will be one of the more expensive recruits in your business. A high-level HR manager is certainly a 150K kind of salary position, would probably hover between 100 to 200, depending on their experience level. So it's an investment. And will they be challenged enough in your small business? Will they understand how small business works? Because if they've only ever worked in corporate, they're going to bring their big corporate ideas to your business and it ain't going to fly. I can assure you of that. So... How does their background translate into your small business? Are you sure that they are going to be able to act in the best interest of the business and make decisions by staying impartial to the personalities that they're dealing with? And in a small team, I have to reiterate, it can be incredibly complex to do that. It's human nature. When we become part of a team, we want to feel like part of the tribe. As a HR manager, you need to make tough calls. You need to have tough conversations. And that becomes incredibly difficult when you're also going to Friday drinks with these people or when you're also going to their baby shower on the weekend or when you're having lunch with them. You can see how muddy those waters can get. Now, if you're dealing with very complex industrial relations matters, if you've got enterprise agreements in place, if you've got multiple awards functioning and you have you know, close to 50 staff, that may be the time that this is looking like a good option for you. It might be a better investment. And you've got enough people around that this friendship model won't as heavily impact them. And you need the skill sets that they have to navigate that complex industrial relations um, framework that you're working in. So 
The point at which you get in-house HR and where it is the best option is not only determined by staffing numbers, it's also determined by the complexity of the industrial relations framework that sits within your business. And that's going to be different for all of you. I've got clients that have got three and four awards in place in a business of 30 staff, far more complex than a business with the same number of staff all operating under one award. So it just depends on the complexities. So you really want to think about the pros and cons of in-house HR and when it becomes a good investment for your business. And the fourth and final option, and this is the one that most people don't know about and they don't think exists, is to get external support. And there are different ways for you to do this. There's various options out there. You get a consultant. Now, a HR consultant is different to a business coach and different to an accountant. Your accountant or your bookkeeper are not HR experts. And your HR expert is not your accountant or your bookkeeper, conversely as well. It is a specialist skill set. It is a niche area of legislation and law, and you need someone that knows it. So you can definitely get external help from a consultant, but do not expect that to be a business coach or an accountant. You need to go to a specialist HR consultant. And there are plenty of options available. That's we, we have a consultancy practice. We do that kind of work. There are lots of options out there for a consultant. And you've got to find one, obviously, that you know, understands your business and is going to be someone you can really work with. And depending on how you want to work that, you know, do you want someone that's going to be face-to-face with you? Are you happy with a remote option? Do you want to have someone engaged regularly, like on a retainer? Or do you just want ad hoc support? You need to be clear about what you want there. But absolutely, there are external HR consultants available right now ready to support you. We can support you in that capacity, but there are lots of options out there. As a step up from that, you might look at an outsourced HR manager. This is a little bit like a consultant that's on retainer for you. And this is a great option where you want ongoing support, someone to be sort of semi part of your team, but one step removed. If you're thinking you almost need in-house HR, I would start with an outsourced HR management type arrangement first. And Look, I've worked with many clients over the years in this capacity. It's not something I I do personally anymore, but I previously did a lot of this work. And we were quite often working with businesses that had really no internal HR, no HR function, stepping into manager as external HR managers until the point that they were ready for internal HR. And I can think of two really clear examples where I was working with amazing businesses I feel really fortunate actually to have worked with these businesses. And they both had upwards of 200 staff and no HR. It was tricky. In fact, at one point I had three of my team working on one of one particular project with these clients because they were that large. Um, and we were working with them to transition into an internal HR model because they did need that support. They were at that size. But because they'd never had HR before, the external HR management model worked beautifully for them to get the understanding of what value HR can bring to the business. But these people were 200 staff level. An outsourced HR management option might be really good when you're hitting about that 50 staff. When you think, oh, is internal HR right now? Getting an outsourced HR manager who's kind of sitting on the fence between being part of your team, but they're not part of your team, they will help demonstrate the value of HR in your business. 
So you might look at this option somewhere between the 50 and 100 star. For some of you, you might start to look at this a little below that 30 and 40 star, but you would have to, again, have that complexity arrangement. So an outsourced HR manager is another option here. But outside of that, there's actually other ways to get support with your HR. If you're going to engage a consultant to work with you one-on-one, you will be paying anywhere between three and $500 per hour. That's the going market rate for a, a good HR consultant. If you're getting an outsourced HR manager to sit on your team on retainer, you'll be paying at least the salary equivalent of what you would for that person internally, possibly a little higher. But that, for many of you, is not the kind of costs you want to look at. And it's not, you're not, your needs aren't at that level. You need some support. You want to know you're doing the right things. You want to avoid drama but you don't want to commit to expensive consultancy fees or to ongoing retained HR managers. And that's where services like people-powered HR come in. So if you feel that getting some support is something that you'd like to do, but you don't need that extreme level of one-on-one support, or you don't want to be paying expensive consultancy rates, then look at a solution like people-powered HR. So These solutions are monthly subscription options. You will really want to look into what you're getting into. There are, you know, whether there's any locking contracts, all of those kind of things. What's the monthly fee? What's included? What's going to be an extra cost on top of that? But there are solutions out there that give you access to a monthly subscription, just like you pay your Netflix, that give you HR support. Now, I can't speak to the others in the market, but I can speak to people-powered HR. And in the case of people-powered HR, There are no locking contracts. In fact, we have a 30-day money-back guarantee, to be fair. We charge less than $25 a week. It's very inexpensive. And you do have access to expert advice on demand as you need it. Plus, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, the resource library, the tools and templates, the training, the Q&A sessions and our people-powered HR community who are the other members who are just like you, running successful small to medium-sized businesses, supporting each other, sharing experiences. It really is a fabulous community. So if you are interested in checking out people-powered HR as an option for your small business, then just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash HR. And of course, that link will be in today's show notes. So to recap today's episode, today we're talking about HR options for small to medium-sized businesses, businesses who employ less than 100 staff and therefore really aren't at a point where they need internal HR. We're talking about why, (laughs) why HR is important. It's not a corporate term. If you employ people, you have HR to manage and the options available to you. Doing nothing Not the best option, not my recommendation, but it is an option. Do you DIY it? Do you learn about it yourself or have one of your team learn about it? Purchase some systems, some um, software that can support you and manage it internally. Get the knowledge you need to run it internally and make sure you're compliant with the Fair Work Act and you're avoiding back payment and fines and you've got the right documentation in place to protect your business. Do you bring it in-house and what is the right time to do that? And as I've mentioned, you want to be quite large before you're looking at that. Or do you get some other form of support? Do you engage a HR consultant? Do you get outsourced HR management involved? Or do you join something like people-powered HR where you get access 
to the knowledge, tools, and resources to handle anything you need when it comes to your team with confidence and knowing you've got expert advice on hand. The answer for each of you as to what the best option is will be different. It will depend on where you're at in your business journey, will depend in on the number of staff, the complexity of the industrial relations matters you're dealing with, but there are options. And that's the main thing I wanted to share with you on today's episode. You don't have to go it alone. There is support out there. You're not going to do your own tax unless you're a tax agent. You're not going to repair your car unless you're a mechanic. So HR shouldn't be something that you feel like you need to learn on your own or figure out on your own. There is support out there for you and it's not always expensive and it's not always a huge commitment or burden on the business. So have a think about it. If you've got no support available right now, maybe check out People Powered HR, maybe look at some of these other options and do yourself and your business a favor and get the support you need in this really important area of your business. That is it for me for today. I hope that's been a useful unpack of the options available for you. Just a reminder, if you do want to check out People Powered HR, which I really encourage you to do, just head over to peopleparedbusiness.com.au forward slash HR. Thanks so much for joining me today on this week's episode, and I'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the podcast. Take care. 